Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast, episode number 72. When people are nasty, how do we handle them? Where do things go wrong? Why did this happen? And is it possible for me to learn and grow from this? The reason why I thought this was such a great topic today was in my own personal endeavors, I had felt that people were sort of losing it. Not everyone, but some, and including myself. I had gotten to a point where I wasn't quite sure why certain people were losing their marbles while others were staying cool as a clam. Cucumber, whatever you say. Um, (laughs) It's been a while. I've also shot 13 fucking episodes of shooting different shows since we last spoke. And I need to massage my third eye center right now. You can do it with me as well. Take a deep breath in. And take a deep breath out. Life inevitably will not be perfect forever. As my mom says, wabi sabi. When people lose their marbles, well, there are certain things we can do to handle And first and foremost, we can always try to recognize that everybody is doing their best and believing that if they are not, well, then I suppose you just have to say to yourself, I'm going to set a boundary and I'm going to move along with my life. You can't please everyone. As my partner once told me, if you are for everyone, you are for no one. Because truly, you cannot make everyone happy You won't be everyone's girl. You can't be everyone's best friend. I'll go through a couple of exercises with you of examples of how things have gone wrong with people I have relationships with, whether it's friends or work, and how to handle them. I am no expert. This is information that you can take it or leave it. These are options that I'm giving to you. I am not perfect. I do not know it all. I am still learning every day forever a student. If you can have the mindset that you are forever a student in this world, you will go so far in this lifetime. Forever a student is how I'll learn for the rest of my life. When people are nasty, it could be anything. For me, it's been with girlfriends. I've been ostracized from things, blatantly cut out of the picture, ignored, told not to do X, Y, or Z by bossy friends. And I've also been in a place where I felt that it is possible that it is time for certain friendships to move on. The best analogy that I can use for this is when a flower loses its petals, they innately just naturally fall off and disintegrate into the soil and become once again part of earth as a rebirth full circle. When a tree loses its leaves, it inevitably just lets go in seasons of change. We can learn much from the flowers and the trees. All things cycle from one end of the spectrum to another or full circle. Nobody's fighting the leaves changing, falling, and changing colors or falling to the ground into the soil. And nobody's fighting a rose when it loses its beautiful petals and it becomes one with the soil again. There's no one fighting when a flower blooms next to each other. There's no jealousy or envy. It's 
blooming together in beauty in tandem, sometimes at different points in time. When we learn that not every friendship is supposed to last forever, we can accept the pathos of life, mono no aware, as we call it in Japanese. And we will use this term in perception and perspective in looking at our relationships. Mono no aware. You will lose friends. Mono no aware. You will lose work colleagues. Mono no aware. You will lose opportunities. Mono no aware. Life itself will not and cannot be perfect forever. Let go. In Japanese, we use a term shikataganai. It refers to the term, it cannot be helped. Please let it go. It cannot be helped. Walk away from it. Suffering is caused by attachment and not letting go of things that are not meant for you. Many times in my career, I have had women reach out to me about something to do with my ex-partners, and I don't know why. I think it actually triggers people, and you should not reach out. Your friends or ex-friends or work colleagues do not need to know anything about their past relationships. Please refrain from emailing, DMing, texting, calling, LinkedIn, whatever it is. No, nobody needs to know. It's all good. Move along. Be cool. Focus on your own life, and don't worry about others. You know, it's interesting in this field that a lot, a lot of us think that we are holier than thou and that we can help so many other people when we should truly be focused inward on helping ourselves. When you are a good friend, it means you're supportive. You listen, you love, you laugh, you go out, you have a drink, you get wasted, whatever you need to do. Do it and have fun and let loose, but do not get involved in other people's business. It is not a good look. Classy girls button up. They focus on themselves and they say to those who try to tear them down or who need attention in any sort of way, I will pray for you. I will send you my best thoughts, but I'm going to take the high road and move along here. And if I don't write you back about something I am not impressed with, I don't have time to deal with other people reaching out with negativity. So remember, keep it to yourself. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Some things are better left unsaid. When it comes to relationships with work, not everybody is meant to be best friends. And if somebody is patronizing you or making you feel small, tormenting you, disrespecting you, all you have to do is walk away. I do encourage you to leave your job if you do not feel respected. That is the number one thing that will help you with your productivity is when you are respected by your colleagues and they respect you. If you don't feel that way, absolutely move along. <clears throat> In the workplace, if it feels toxic at any point, you can do yourself a big favor and focus on a job that pays well, makes you feel comfortable, and you feel fulfilled at the end of the day when you can say to yourself in reflection, did I have a good day? 
Did I do something good to contribute to the world? And if the answer is yes, then keep going. Sometimes you will have to invest in work for many, many years before you actually see a turnaround. You will see three of my close friends are coming out with books very soon. Rosie Acosta, Jenna Kutcher, Gabby Bernstein. The three of them have also worked tremendously hard on building a career that made a name for themselves on their own. These are women I very much admire, and they have been my friends, some of them, for over a decade. Keep going. Stop looking around and start looking within. Honor the gifts that are given to you, and don't worry about the nasty work colleagues. People are going to be nasty And you're just going to have to suck it up and take the high road. I know it sucks, but it is the better place to go. And I will see you there. A couple of questions have come in as well for this type of topic because it is so hard and taboo to talk about, although it should not be. One person asks... How do you handle nasty people at work when I can't cut them off? So if you are stuck in a workplace where you have to work with somebody who is nasty, talk to your HR department, have them move your desk, possibly ask if you can work more days at home. And if you absolutely say you have to sit in a cubicle next to somebody that you don't particularly love, then maybe you just make sure to do the inner work. Peace and meditation come into play You're going to have to do a lot of deep breathing. Don't let other people rattle you. If you let them affect you, they win. If you react poorly to their poor behavior or nasty behavior, they've won. That's what they want from you. Stay cool and calm. Smile. Send a wave, a nod. Pray for them. Figure out a way that you can rise above and not play on their level. I have had people do the nastiest things to me at work. Taken images that were mine, blast them all over, write to my publishers, write to my agents, tell them that they're owed work, um, like the photos from my books and stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry, these are pictures we took for the book and you got paid thousands of dollars. It didn't matter. The more kind I was to other people, the more they took advantage of me and treated me like dog shit. And frankly, I don't see them anywhere. I don't care to look back, although we are all triggered and we can hurt. I just received something this morning from somebody that I thought was really gross and it made me extremely hurt inside. We all get triggered by things that we can put up boundaries for. Put up a boundary when it comes to this other person. If it really bothers you that much, then start looking for another job. I know you can do it. Back to the friends. Another person asks, when is it worth it to reconcile with a nasty friend? And when is it not worth it? Well, Jordan, this is a really good question. If you feel in your heart that you should reconcile meaning make up with somebody and make amends, I think you will know when it's time. Otherwise, you can write out a letter or an email and never send it to them. Just put it away in a drawer and walk away. 
I think once you move on and you are in new relationships, when you're surrounded by other women or men that really support you and love you, and they would never be nasty to you, when you are in a new romantic relationship and you really appreciate that person and you love them back, you don't need to reconcile with anyone. In fact, you can simply make up, like I said, in your own heart by writing a letter, an email, and just put it away in a little drawer, save it in a draft, and just know that your heart is the only place where you need to carry reconciliation. At the end of the day, you don't need to judge anyone and they don't need to judge you because we'll all end up in the same place. Life is so short, you guys. I don't think that we should waste our time worrying about petty things. I wish life were not as difficult as it is. And I suppose that we make it more difficult by rattling ourselves when things don't go our way. When people are nasty, we can choose to look at the bigger picture in life. My own father could give a shit about any of my little girl problems. So I often think about cool, calm, collected dad when I'm going through a shitstorm. My dad could care less. He was a nuclear auditor for 40 years and told me, In my line of work, there is zero room for error. And then he would just like get up and walk away. Which basically means, fuck your problems. They're not a big deal. You know, you got to look at the bigger picture. Make sure that you go inward and you constantly try to take the high road and pray for others. Things will not go your way in this lifetime. My hand's on my part. I apologize to you. My hand is on my heart. I apologize to you. You will not get everything that you want, but you will certainly have everything that you need. Did you know that you already do have it? Roof over your head, running water, your cute little cat. (laughs) Chunky. Really nice soft sheets, a heater when you need, the lights on at night, Wi-Fi. You don't need TikTok, you don't need a newsletter, you don't need Instagram, you don't even need email. You could just live out in the mountains and the woods and do your own thing. Just be. Learn to recognize that we are creating a lot of these facades and problems and in inner dialogue that's all bullshit. And we don't really need to deal with any of it. And this one comes from AC. Um, it says, first off, I was in a very low place last year, as many of us were, and I'd like to say thank you for the pod because listening again brought me back to a state of motivation and confidence. You've touched on this subject before here and there, but number one, have you ever experienced being turned against by girlfriends or a friend group that became toxic? I lost friends last year. I considered to be my quote unquote soul sisters and looking back, it is so clear how our paths were not meant to continue together because of jealousy, gossip, lack of genuine support, no communication, hater energy, oh, hater energy, the worst, etc. But going through that loss was very difficult, being that we were friends through the first half of our 20s. 
I totally get this, AC. Don't. This is so uncanny, parallel, and exactly on the path that we were speaking on about the pod today. Nasty women. Oh, nasty women. When they're nasty, they are nasty. And I mean, we've all been there on both sides of the spectrum. The pendulum tends to swing every now and then. Everybody has bad days. Everybody goes through Haterville days. Everybody has a rough slump. And everyone will inevitably in their lifetime go through a time where they have to have a deep look inside of themselves. We are all a reflection of one another when we look into the mirror. So when I get an email that says, basically, fuck you, you have no respect for others, etc., really what it's saying is a lot about the individual that is writing it. When I have jealousy or envy over somebody else, I can usually tell that the, that I have insecurities about finances or security or even someone else's success. And those are things that I have to deal with as an adult on my own. I take responsibility for my losses, for my own expectations, and for my own actions. We are all mirrors of one another And also, sometimes when you look at somebody who is deeply rooted in pain and suffering AC, they will continue the cycle of jealousy, gossip, and haterville. I mean, that is a low, low place. I want to read you a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt that I always read to myself whenever I felt pain and suffering about other women. Eleanor Roosevelt Great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people. So whether they're in denial or they're perfectly self-aware of what they're doing, it doesn't stop, AC. It keeps going. It is a matter of how you handle these debilitating or once debilitating scenarios and situations. You take yourself out of the equation You simply do the self-work to end the pain cycle and you move forward. A beautiful book to learn how to focus on the now and not the bullshit is Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth. And Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. These are really good books. Sorry, I totally brain farted right there. (laughs) Okay, so at the end of your question, you say... They were my friends through the first half of my 20s. I am finally over that hump of depression. I have your pod to thank. You are so welcome, lady. I didn't realize how insecure a situation like that could make me. Ladybug, let me tell you. Now that I'm everyone's older sister they wish they had, I get it. I am a mirror of you. We are all a reflection of each other. I was in horrible pain over a friend group breakup a few years ago. It lingered forever. I have close friends now that tell me, can we not talk about that anymore? <laughs> and and they're right. You can only exhaust a situation for so long until it becomes an old story. And then you just look like an idiot. So you do move on from it. You learn from it. You grow from it. You send them your love and your best. You send them forgiveness. You send them empathy and compassion and prayers. And you know in your heart, AC, 
who your true friends are. I certainly do. I count my blessings for Meredith, Dana, Crystal, Courtney, and Stephanie. And we still laugh and cry. And we all have our sets of ups and downs. Not one of us will go through life without having a friend breakup. And that is a fact. She got the ganai. It cannot be helped. Mono no aware. Learning from the pathos of life and growing through friends who are no longer meant to be for you. I am so sorry for your suffering, AC. My hands on my heart. Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. May God and Buddha, the angels, the spirits above, pray for you and your suffering to be lightened. May this load be taken off of you swiftly and may you learn the best and deepest lessons for without the hardships we can never celebrate life's joys we must feel the juxtaposition and the parallels of the deepest sorrows and the greatest joys in life for how would we ever measure life in its beauty without seeing both the dark and the light it cannot be perfect forever, as my mother says. Cherish the friends you have. Treat them well. Say goodbye to those who are jealous, who gossip, and who talk hate. And please remember this Eleanor Roosevelt quote that was pinned to my wall in New York City for 10 years. Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. Eleanor Roosevelt and know that I am not perfect I still judge I still talk about other people and I am perfectly imperfect I will work on being a better person myself AC I wish for you to do the same and to spread this message in this podcast with all of your friends we are only enlightened when we share our stories and when we open up the truth and stop covering everything up with a band-aid it's time to rip the band-aid off, show our scars, and talk about real life because that is how we connect and grow with one another. How to be a good person? Well, this is simple. Keep to yourself. Don't mind other people's problems. Don't gossip. Don't share other people's problems. Be a good secret keeper. Be an ear to lend when a friend needs you. And even if you don't agree with other people, don't choose to pick a fight. Appeal to the higher motives of those who don't fight or argue. It is simply not worth it. In this world, we are all going to be disappointed with expectations that were not met. These are things that we can change inside. A lot of us just have to work on meditation for 30 minutes every day in the morning. And we need to stop making an excuse, but rather make it a habit. Perfect habits work in perfect time. About 21 days will set you into habit mode and then you will just fly. A lot of you, I have to say, if you are in your 20s or 30s, this is going to take you a long time. Don't expect to compare your 20s to somebody else's 40s. That will only set you up for failure. Keep going. You are beautiful just the way you are on your own. Life was not meant to be forever perfect. There are so many things and parts and moving little, you know, pieces. And I just 
I think it's interesting the way that life pans out. I still believe in karma. I do think if you're a good person and you practice these good things inward, the nasty won't bother you as much. If you let everyone else rattle you, just like we said with that Warren Buffett quote in episode 71, if you let everybody else and their words affect you, my goodness, will you have a rough life. But if you go inwards and you know you are a good person and you are owning and living your truth every day, the truth always has a way of revealing itself. Karma always has a way of coming home. Don't worry and don't stress. Believe that nasty people are trying their best. Believe that maybe they're having a really bad day. Believe that you don't know what they're going through at this time in their life. And they may be living in deep-rooted pain and suffering. So rather than scrutinizing them, pray for them. Think of good things. Inevitably, the sun comes out the next day. The birds will always have enough to eat. Why should we worry about the nasty ones when they come and they go as they please? Stay away from people that have bad energy or that are toxic. Avoid them with a vengeance and a boundary. You do not have to be friends with anyone. Let me tell you that again. You do not have to be friends with anyone. If it is time to let the the petals fall where they may, let the leaves drop. You are so okay on your own. You don't need anybody to make you into who you are and who you know you are beautifully. You can do this all independently on your own. I want you to remember that three of my friends have books coming out soon. So we'll be working on podcasts all together. Rosie Acosta with Radically Loved. Gabby Bernstein, my longtime spiritual friend. And also Jenna Kutcher of the Gold Digger podcast. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter now. For those of you who've written a five-star review, I've seen some juicy new ones lately. Thank you. I really appreciated them. For those of you who have not written a podcast review, either on Apple or on Spotify, I highly ask and recommend that you do this so we can keep this free podcast going for you every week. Trust me when I say it has not been easy. But it has been a blessing. And I really thank each of you for coming out strong, for listening, sharing, and loving. Please share this podcast with three friends right now if you can. And it will be so awesome. Because then that way, the triangulation between you, your podcast, your friends will keep going with each episode. I will read to you some of my favorite reviews right now so that you can get a really good idea of the juiciness. Literally for real says, I wish I could give more than five stars. Candace is authentic and raw and vulnerable with what she shares. I admire the courage it takes to do a show like this, and I'm thankful for the wisdom and the mentorship she offers to all that listen. Thank you so much for your review. I really appreciate it. I also like reading... Um, reviews that aren't very nice by the way Sammy Squiggles your review if you don't mind redoing it it says one star and it was an accident 
um, if you can redo the one star. There is a person that says um, that I was outdated and tone deaf. No, Joe, Joe, Joe. I listened to two episodes. I just finished the weight loss one. All I felt was someone who doesn't acknowledge their privilege and that not everybody has the freedom of cooking every meal. Also saying healthy means long tone legs is not accurate. Well, you know, no, Joe, 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 your opinion is valid. You can definitely feel how you feel. I love all different types of legs, power lifters, heavy weights, lightweights. I, there's no discrimination here. And I'm completely aware of my privilege. Everybody has it as well. I did, did start out on my own. Nobody gave me any handouts. And I did have parents that didn't believe in where I was going and paid for culinary school on my own by working six different jobs. I did pay for my own apartment in Brooklyn and walk to work every day, scrimping and saving as much as I could. I do recognize the privilege that I have, and we all should. So thank you for writing this uh, two-star review saying that I'm outdated and tone deaf and that I'm just overall weird. Weird is great. Weird means that you are in control of your destiny. That is the uh, etymology of the word. So I appreciate the feedback as well. But I really like the positive, uplifting, amazing reviews that keep me going on this free podcast for the last four years. I have invested about $10,000 plus on this podcast alone just for you. And it is totally free and out of my pocket. So I hope you like the public service journalism. Can't please everybody. Can't, can't win them all. And again, like I said, when you are dealing with nasty people, you do have to have a thick skin. As they say on the Jackass movie, you've got to be strong if you're this stupid. So <laughs> here's one last one I'll read by Ella135753. You need to subscribe ASAP. I've never written a review before, ever, but I just listened to episode 52 from Candace Wabi Sabi, and I immediately felt compelled. Candace is who I aspire to be. She tells it like it is. We'll call you out on your bullshit. I've never found anyone like her. She's a type of role model we all, in caps, need, especially us women and minorities. Hell yeah, girl. So proud to have somebody in this space talk about the importance of diversifying our feeds, stepping into our feminine power, creating impactful change through civic engagement. You are incredible, Candace. Thank you for being so authentic and refusing to sugarcoat the truth. We need more people like you with a big heart emoji. Hell yeah, Ella. That is what I'm talking about, you guys. Let's keep this train of positivity going as long as we can because there's enough nasty out there to feed us for the rest of our lives. Why choose to be nasty? Well, I don't know. Maybe you're going through something. Maybe it's hard. Maybe you haven't been laid in a while. Maybe you need to do some drugs. But whatever you need to do, don't take your shit out on other people. Let me be myself without your preconceived expectations or judgment. Your hatred towards me or jealousy on me will not affect me in the long run. If you are being tormented by other women, jealous women, conniving women, miserable women, fuck them. Leave them be. Keep moving towards the high road. My girlfriend Dana has lived a rough life. She has had brothers that have gone through their ups and through their downs. She's handled it all for her family like an angel. And she once told me, Candace, let them be. Take the high road. 
Their punishment and torture is the misery that they live in every day. Do not let them take it out on you and do not let it affect you. I am telling you this right now because I know you need to hear it. Don't let the nasty ruin your day. Uplift other women. Respect minorities. I respect all body types. I respect all women. I love all women deeply to the core. I have dedicated my life to others. I understand and am aware of my privileges. I work at a food bank and soup kitchen so that I can help those who can't cook every day. I put my money where my mouth is and I will continue to tell you guys the truth. We cannot get through this pandemic together when half of us are being shitty, nasty people to others. So if you're one of those trolls that's out there writing shitty things to other people, knock it off. Do your self-work. Look inward. Go to therapy. Start a knitting class. Don't bother other people. If you are one of those people that is always uplifting others and you are so worn out, burnt out, and tired of other people treating you like shit, as my friend Marcella told me once, don't you dare let them take advantage of your kindness. You will get shit all over. I promise you this if you are a kind person. At some point, you're going to have to be really assertive. You're going to have to hire the right people. I will leave you guys today with one last story that was very telling when it came to nasty self-realization. I have an incredible team that I've shot with in Brooklyn for 10 years. I love them. All the work that you see that we do is together. NHK, SHAPE men's health, women's health. It's all been the same team. When I moved to LA, I thought I could find a team. When I hired an LA team, I realized if my team in New York wasn't broke, bring them over here, treat them well, pay them well, treat them like kings and queens that they are. And that's what I did. It wasn't that I couldn't move on with a new relationship and a new team here. It was that my team in New York was so strong and I had it so good with my team in New York and in Tokyo, I did not realize what a blessing people like Rumi, Carlos, Bilal, Hanako, Jeff, uh, Dave, we have so many people, Robert, Meredith, Carlos is the best. I mean, there's just like so many incredible people. And the one thing that we all have in common is most of us are minorities and or were children of immigrants or immigrants that came here to make a better life for ourselves. So when I realized that the immigrant kids and the immigrants are really the ones that I've got to support, that is my job and goal. Get through the nasty, recognize when not to hire people again, get people out of your life that don't deserve to be there, pray for others because they might be going through a very rough time and know in your heart that everyone's going to come against nasty every now and then everyone and it's fine it's it is what it is channel your inner cucumber what did I say earlier cool as a clam (laughs) cool as a cucumber is the term my literary agent when I was 26 Kirby told me Candace, I need you to be cool as a cucumber. I did not listen to him for 10 years. So I was a maniac wild animal for about 10 years from 26 to 36. 
And then I started to calm down. <laughs> I mean, you got to learn the hard way, you guys. Nasty can be tamed. It can be avoided. And you can be the better, richer person that is full of dynamic love, compassion, and empathy for others. Remember to always think about where another person might be coming from and send them your love. Pray for them. I'm going to read you a couple of quotes from Marcus Aurelius that are very powerful. These can be used every day with wisdom and grace. Very little is needed to make a life happy. It is all within yourself in your way of thinking. Never let the future disturb you. You will meet it if you have to, with the same weapons of reason which today arm you against the present. Whenever you are about to find fault with someone, ask yourself the following question. What fault of mine most nearly resembles the one I am about to criticize? When another blames you or hates you or people voice similar criticisms, go to their soul, penetrate inside, and see what sort of people they are. You will realize that there is no need to be racked with anxiety that they should hold any particular opinion about you. Do every act of your life as though it were the very last act of your life. And lastly, perfection of character is this, to live each day as if it were your last, without frenzy, without apathy, without pretense. It's so nice to know that a man who ruled Rome thousands of years ago was actually dealing with the same problems that we once did between 121 AD and 180 AD. You've got this, you guys. Problems will always be there. You will rise to the occasion. When you see nasty, you know what to do. You rise above and take the high road. Have compassion and empathy for others. Pray for them. And know that there is enough room on this planet for us all to be successful. And it's okay to see others move through their journey along the way with you. Allow them to work through their own motions. I've lived a hard enough life now for my 30-something years on this planet. And I really want to make the next 30-something easier. Easier. Let's pray for that. Nasty is in the eye of the beholder, and perhaps they are just having a bad day, and we need to have more compassion and empathy for them. It is all good. Allow things to let go. Shikataganai. It cannot be helped. Mono no aware. Knowing that there is a deep-rooted pathos to life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast now and write all of your juicy reviews. I'm going to read them aloud on the podcast. If you don't have something nice to say, remember to keep it to yourself. (laughs) And don't forget to give this podcast a five-star review on Spotify and on iTunes so that when 
we go out the gate with a podcast show, we've got strong reviews waiting. It is good karma to do this when you are listening to a free public service podcast. Thank you guys so much. Sign up for the newsletter. Have a beautiful week and get ready because we are going to launch the Shiseido show the very top of March. I'll see you guys again soon. Have a wonderful week. And don't forget to spend time doing good things and uplifting other people along their journey. Ciao.